Just to let you know, we might be using some of our grown-up words on this episode. So if you have any kids or co-workers around, you might want to think about putting them to bed a little early tonight. Wait. Hi, this is Adam. And this is Lisa. And welcome to Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the eyes of adult beverages. Cheers. Alright, so that sounded weird because I have a glass. And and I, you... I have a big just jug of water. Yeah, so uh, that feeds into the kind of how was your week. Hmm. So My week was great. So yeah, First mine... of all, first week of school. First week of school. For our kids. Knocked it out of the park. I mean, it was only three days of school because they started Wednesday. And it helps but. that our kids like just go to daycare and get picked up at daycare. So the routine. Their morning didn't really change. And their afternoons don't really change. It's just what happens. In the middle. In the bookends. So it doesn't affect my life at all. <laughs> it affects their life. It does, though, because now we're like having to go through paperwork and. Homework. And, and like check the red folder. Uh, which all of our kids have these red folders that they bring all their important papers home, allegedly. Right, unless their red folder is empty and their papers are just wadded up like softballs in their backpack. There's like that, like, there's this banana-shaped wad of of papers at the bottom. Um, not that one of our children does that way more than the others. But. We do have a, the eldest is a particular struggle on that. But it's been okay so far. We haven't had any major homework assignments. So no, we've had very easy homework where it's like, bring in five things that tell me about you. Have fill, your... fill out this paper about how you're great. Yeah. You know, what do you like? And you, you feel things out like, what what motivates your child? And we're, so, or uh, what do you love best about your child? Those right. Things. So uh, our daughter brought home a paper and it was like, what um, do you love... What are you excited about? Or what do you love about your uh, kid's okay. personality? And I was like, oh, my uh, kid is creative and tenacious and finds a way to do whatever it is they want to do. And it was like, what frustrates you about your your child? And I was like, see above. Exactly. <laughs> like All the things that I love about them are also all the things that are so frustrating. <laughs> so, yeah. It was, and um, it was fun. One of our friends is a... Uh, is a teacher at the school that we see socially, mm-hmm. and she was telling us that she walked up behind some friends, that, some other teachers. Some other teacher friends. Some other teacher friends, and they were talking, they're like, I want to be like her when I grow up. I know, she's got, like, so much personality, and she's so confident, but she's still, like, really kind and caring and loves people, and, like, everybody, like, re- like she gets along with everybody, and she's super helpful, but she's also, like, just totally her own person, and she's like, who are we talking about? Yeah. And it was... It was totally our, our daughter. And I was like, yeah, yeah it tracks. It tracks. I, she is kind of my spirit animal. I kind of want to be here when I grow up. Yes. Like, I wish I had her confidence and her tenacity. And I hope whatever we do as parents. We'll just channel it for good. We, That's or, all I'm hoping. You know what? I'm not really. I'm, I'm hoping for at least benevolent intent. <laughs> yes. She... She did, she was playing Disney Infinity the other day where you can like, it's like you can build things. It's kind mm-hmm. of, it's a Disney themed, um, like sandbox game, sandbox game and you can build stuff and she legit built herself her first volcano layer. Oh yeah. That won't be the last time that happens. Yeah. Yeah. She's totally going to do that again. But, um, I was like, yeah, this, she's either going to be like president or volcano layer. Like... <laughs> There's not a lot of uh, wiggle room for her. Anyway, we'll see. We'll see. She but, may yeah. just be awesome in whatever endeavor she decides to do, but she will mm-hmm. definitely, she will go at it whole hog, whatever it is. And right. I want to keep that. But anyway, but yeah. It was it was easy homework, though. Like, yeah. it was nice. Easy homework, back to that, yeah. Easy homework for the week, which is good. And then, um. Yep. Today, then... I mean, I don't Yesterday was kind of a blur. We I had mean, some we cupcake stuff, and then yeah, we just kind of stuff, and then I ran around like doing laundry and dishes and cleaning the house. And I did some stuff too. Like somehow, I feel like my stuff that I did was mostly just like keep the kids from destroying the house. I mean, that is a valuable service. It is. I feel you know, like I did some dishes and I helped kind of clean up the kitchen a bit, and I 
puttered around. I processed a podcast, which is an hour process. So, you know, you're welcome. Um, you're welcome, dear listeners. But... Like, I really don't feel like I had anything to show from yesterday. Right. It's not like you're like, look at all the stuff I got done. It's so, just like, look at all the stuff I moved forward. But it's not, nothing. Like, done. look at all the stuff I maintained. Mm-hmm. So. And then today, woke up, went to church. Yay. Yep. That was good. And then I went to a pool party for um, some of my book club people. Mm-hmm. Which took like five hours. Every book club event takes like five hours. Yeah. Which I'm a little quizzical about the amount of book clubbiness that this <laughs> well, involves. Well, this was not a book club. Like, the, the, we did not discuss any books. It was just, like, a separate event for book club people to hang out. Okay. Because we only see each other, like, once a quarter. Because we only hang That's, out once a quarter as a book club. Yeah. So, first off, very Midwestern mom of you. I appreciate uh, this. Yes. I am not in a book club that meets monthly because we can't handle that. But quarterly. And, but quarterly. And this book club, um, we only read books that have been turned into movies. Which I'm So here how for. we meet is we meet and we watch the movie and then we like talk about stuff maybe. But like usually there's just lots of drinking. Which and... I mean, I'm here for. <laughs> right. But anyway, in pool party, uh, we didn't watch or discuss any books. Mm-hmm. We just met and had a meal. I made a charcuterie board. It was legit. It it was pretty great. I took a picture of it. She's going to get Instagram famous off her charcuterie. Uh, I mean, I can only hope to be a cheese plate influencer. Like, hashtag goals. That would be amazing. I don't, I don't think I'm there yet. <laughs> but that's okay. I, I don't think you are either, but that's okay. <laughs> but yeah, I made a charcuterie board. It looked delicious. It was delicious. We had like little sandwiches and... Mm-hmm corn and prosecco yeah oh, I, I brought a lot of prosecco mm-hmm. um yeah and then we ate and then we floated in the pool and drank our bubbly wine mm-hmm. until we were drunk and then we sobered up like that was the whole thing that was the whole plan of just like yeah you drink and then you're like oh i'm drunk and you're like good thing i don't have to leave for another hour and a half yep and then I stayed home with our children and was responsible. Mm-hmm. I, I did paint that spot in the bathroom Ooh. where our kid accidentally ripped the command adhesive thing off and took some of the paint with it. So I patched that up. That looks passable. Like, yeah. if you if you know it's there and know what you're looking for, you can see it. But it's... It's not bad. It's not bad. Um, I hit it with a little bit of sand and maybe um, something. I don't know. Or I just may let it go. Um, it's kind of like half behind a picture anyway is kind of where it's at like i don't know it's half it wasn't half behind no unless you moved well i had to sand down um what i had to clean i had to sand it down a bit and so like the 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 area area got a little bigger bigger because you you kind of need to do you feather it in a little bit so i got that done and then i made our kids clean their rooms and they found our youngest found this block of like clay thing Mm -hmm. like that has fossils in it so i think your mom gave it to him or my sister your sister or somebody somebody it came from the chicago lind area i believe um and it was on his desk where you could chisel out and find um like these little pieces of plastic that you assemble into a into a a dinosaur dinosaur skeleton and he wanted to do that and i was like you know what I got nothing going on right now. It's a nice day. It's a nice day. You can do it outside on the porch. Yeah, totally an outside activity. This is not an inside activity by any means. Because what it is is they just took like this nugget of clay and pressed it around these plastic pieces. Mm -hmm. And so it is just dust waiting to be dusted. It's kind of like unbaked uh, plaster Paris, you know, like. Yeah. Where it's just like crumbly and chalky. Oh, yeah. It is so. It just it just dissolves, and we had a couple other of them that were bigger. I, yeah, I think your sister gave him the little one that we found, and then your mom had given all three of them a bigger version. Mm-hmm. Um, weirdly, the smaller version your sister gave the dinosaur is about as small same size as the bigger version your mom gave. When it's you just pull more it out, chalk. it's just more chalk. So you know, thanks. Um, but we 
So we went out on the back porch and we start like using the little scrapey tool that they have in there. We're supposed to do it like real gentle and well, slow. So and that was like taking a while. Like an archaeologist and people are like, this sucks. This... Being an archaeologist sucks. I'm like, I'm glad that we came to this realization <laughs> early. Um, I'll be right back. So I came out and I, I have like these little nylon brush attachments for my Dremel and my little rotary tool there. Mm -hmm. So I just chucked one of those in there and I was like, all right, go. Put it on low, and it just, like, blasted that stuff out. But there's just this cloud of dust around our Ugh. children. So we um, we did that for a while, and then we came in and got showers. And all of our kids now have at least one. Our youngest has two skeletons um, on their on their desks where or on their bookshelves where before they only had, you know, other stuff. Yeah. So a block of weird clay. So that was really fun. That was a big hit. Um, plus, you know, our kids got to use a power tool, which right. I thought was really cool. But, like, legit, this was like a nylon brush. Like, you could put your finger right up against it. And, and it like, wouldn't do anything. It doesn't hurt you at all. But, you know, I still had made them put, like, eye protection on because that was kind of probably mm -hmm. a good idea. And Just from the dust. Just the dust alone. They probably needed respirators, to be honest. But, like, whatever. And we did it outside, and so, like, our back porch was covered mm -hmm. with, like, a quarter inch of chalk dust, Yuck. so I had to get the hose out and rinse that off real quick, and so it was good. It was a lot of fun. We had a lot of a lot of fun with that, and uh, so that's what we did this afternoon. Meanwhile, I was just While a... you were drinking in a pool. Right. I was in a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Stupor? A, a, yeah, that too. <laughs> a pool float that was decorated like a big donut and I just had my hat on my head and I was had a wine glass in my hand and I was like I wish I had an Instagram husband with a drone who could take a picture of me in this pool cuz I'm sure I look baller. I mean I mean I I could price drones like uh, you are no uh not shy, one to shy away from random technology we don't need. Right. This is the guy who bought like this ridiculous microphone for like our six podcast listeners at the time. So like I am anything worth doing is worth overdoing in my book. So, <laughs> especially like, when it comes to technology. Oh yeah, shiny little bobbles and bobs. Like I'm here. I'm but, in. Uh, to to be fair, I do not want you to buy me a drone so you can take pictures of me in a pool. I don't have for my four Instagram followers. I mean, it, it is fine. I, I mean, I'm okay. I can. <laughs> I appreciate it. You can figure that. Out. I would crash that thing so fast because mm -hmm. like. Because the nice thing about a microphone is I just kind of set it up and it sits here and I don't right, have to do anything. It doesn't move. And there's no like, fiddly it. bits. Like, it's just here. So, that that is a l much lower possibility of failure. Right. So, there's that. But anyway, so we, we did watch a movie while you were drinking in a pool and also buying brisket, which is a different story. Oh, yeah. I did buy brisket. You brought, like, I think you brought half a cow. Right. So, uh, I have a friend who has a smoker. Right. And he has smoked meat for us in the past. He has smoked some pork shoulder for us in the past, and it is delicious. Mm -hmm. And this weekend, I was at the store, and they had whole untrimmed briskets on sale. And I was like, huh, I wonder if our friend would smoke us some brisket. Like, I wonder if even that fits in his smoker, um, how that would work. So I texted him after I left the store. I texted mm -hmm. him. And was like, hey. She came home and was like, would it be all right if I spent like $45 on a whole brisket? I'm like, maybe? <laughs> I mean, like, I, I, I feel like I need more detail. Right. Well, we have our um, son's birthday party coming up. Right. We have our to, youngest. So we have a bunch of people coming over and we have to feed them something. Right. And um, smoked meat is delicious. Smoked meat is delectable. And so we ran it and by. And it was on sale. We ran it by our youngest to be like, hey, would that be something you want for your birthday? And he's like, oh, I, he's like, what's brisket? I'm like, it's smoked meat. He's like, oh, I love brisket. <laughs> I'm like, yes, you do. I was like, you've had it before. You like it. You like it. So he's like, okay, that we, we'll do that for my birthday. And so then it became like, all right, well, let's go get one. Right. So and I went today. Uh, so I saw them at the store yesterday, but we had both had too much wine to just drop everything and go to the store. Mm, after my friend yeah. with the smoker was like, yeah, I can do it. And I was like, oh, should we go to the store now? And both you and me were like, I shouldn't drive right now. <laughs> yeah, we failed on the designated parent thing. Because we uh, got some wine from Aldi. Yeah. It was in a pretty bottle. By the way, are Aldi's open again? Oh, yes. 
Praise be. Praise be. Our Aldi that was gutted from a tornado is now open, uh, which I'm so excited about. Except for the Except, rearranged Yeah, the whole everything thing. is in a different place, and I spent the whole time like doubling back and being like, sorry, I don't know where anything is in this Aldi. And, and everybody's everyone is like, me, me too. Because <laughs> like, you walk into the place, and it looks the same from the outside, but as soon as you walk into the front door, you're like, holy crap, what am I doing in the produce section? The produce section used to be way over there, and now this was the wine section. And why am I in produce? And from there, it just degrades. And I'm sure in like three months, it'll be Not even fine. three months. I feel like in like a month, we'll have it down. But right yeah. now, I'm like, uh, uh, uh. uh But anyway, while thing. I was there, they had this wine. It's in a really pretty bottle. Yeah. And it's delightful. And we had it, and it's delicious. It's also a higher volume of alcohol than we're yeah, used to in a glass of wine. Yeah, this was what did us wrong. So we both had what was a reasonable amount of wine and then we did the math <laughs> in terms well, of the thing percentages is, like, we we had steak at dinner mm-hmm. and like we were sitting there we we're having a great conversation with the kids and we were just laughing and carrying on it was a great family time it was it was really nice everybody was being awesome and so we just sat there a little bit and we had you know we had a glass at dinner which turned into, you know, an extra glass because things were just going really right. well and so we were having like fun. Two glasses of wine at dinner. And then, it's not, like, it's not unreasonable. I did that thing where you, like, stand up and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and, well, it kind of hits you all at once. Well, you don't realize, like, like, because when I'm sitting, I don't realize how drunk I am. And then right. it's when I stand up and the room tilts 15 degrees to the left and then the right and right. back again. And you're like, oh, oh my. Right. And I, I had only inebriated. had like a glass at uh, dinner, but it was still like, ooh, I'm I'm so, feeling this. But so, so we just kind of like put our kids to bed. Like it was about that time. And right. We were like, all right, going to bed. And everybody was fine. But it was, it was, yeah, we, we didn't do well on that. Right. But. So I was like, okay, no big deal. I'll get it tomorrow on my way home from this pool party. Also, we did then finish the glass bottle of wine. So right, and then we finished the bottle of wine. Not a big deal. But so uh, today, on the way home from the pool party, I pull into the store and I go up and I get literally the last brisket in the case. So for yeah. uh, and the sale also, goes till Tuesday. I probably could have asked like someone who worked there, but I didn't want to ask someone who so, worked there. Also, our Kroger is like remodeling again. Yeah, so I walked into the um, entrance and like it's. Marked off. Like, you cannot go in this entrance. You have to go in the exit. Because, like, what the fuck, Kroger? (laughs) Also, there's no sign before you go into the door. Like, hey, by the way, this exit's kind of janky and you need to, like... Just go over there. It's fine. There's two ways in. I feel like Kroger... Like, our Kroger especially is remodeling, like, every two weeks. I feel like they're always moving stuff around so that I spend the majority of my time looking for the bread. Yes. And then, like, maybe I'll discover other things I want while looking for the bread. I swear. It's a fucking labyrinth. I swear going through their aisles, like, they get their shelves from the same people that make the the staircases at Hogwarts. Like, that is... Truth. It's it's a constantly shifting pattern. Nobody knows what's going on. There are no rules. Mm -hmm. Abandon all hope ye who enter here. Like, it is... It's true. It is just, I don't know, like, Aldi, welcome back. We've missed you. We have missed you so much. You are fantastic. You never changed, except for this one time that you did. But honestly, you got punched in the face by a tornado. I'm going to spot you one. I'm going to spot you one. (laughs) But other than that, you better, like... I appreciate your consistency. You better, like, get get your shit in order. Let me get my shopping list where I can, like, sit at home and, like... Mentally walk through the store. Put my list in order based on location and then make one run through and get home before, you know, the Bengals game starts this fall. Mm -hmm. Because that's a thing. We're almost there. It's coming, I guess. Yes. Uh, So anyway, but. But yeah, we got brisket. I'll bring it to work. Yeah, <laughs> drop it off in the fridge as some sort of like cold drop. Like it's like some Truly, Cold War I era. I have brought such weird stuff to the fridge at work because sometimes I go grocery shopping at lunch because uh-huh. I work like right across the street from a Kroger. So sometimes I'm like, I'm just going to take my lunch and right. uh, do an errand. And so sometimes I'll come back from lunch and it'll be like a whole thing of raw chicken and all of, the- <laughs> and all of these salad greens and like a whole gallon of milk and I'll put it all in a the fridge. A jar of pesto sauce. A jar of pesto sauce. I'll put it all in the fridge after lunch and people are like, uh, who's all this raw chicken? 
Like, what's the plan for this? And I'm like, oh, that's fine. I'm bringing it home. Don't worry. <laughs> so, but anyway, so we, yeah, so we got, so we're there. So while she's out, I managed to watch a you movie with a the movie. kid. Yes, you watched Because it's Sunday night and it's our Sunday night movie night, which is great. Um, and we were going to watch Captain Underpants, which we've already done. Mm-hmm. But fortunately slash unfortunately, it appears to no longer be on Netflix. I don't know if that's actually true or maybe one parent or another just hid that train wreck. <laughs> Can you do that? I can. Really? Yeah. How do you do that? There's boys. Anyway. Um, no, actually, I didn't do that. But it, we couldn't find it for some reason. Or just, Well, I hmm, I don't know. The kids couldn't find it. So and you didn't look very I hard. I didn't look very hard because we've already done that. I knew content. So, like, come on. <laughs> Like, I was looking into, like, renting new movies at that point. I know. But um, just to, like, put the carrot out there, like, Daddy needs new content. Like, let's get some stuff going. Um, But anyway, um, they they chose, it was our youngest's turn to choose. And he noticed a movie that was adjacent to a movie he enjoys um, that we've done. But it's the sequel. Ooh. A sequel. He does love a sequel. He does love a sequel. Um. And honestly, this one has potential. It's um, the sequel to Emperor's New Groove, which was we reviewed as pretty good movie. Yes, not not bad. Um, kind of a weird journey, but very a, a very strange romp. But uh, and very meta and, and very and meta and Eartha Kit and Eartha Kit. God bless her. Um, so he picked the sequel, which is Kronk's New Groove. Okay. So that's it's a whole story about Kronk. About Kronk. So uh, we got to back up a bit. Uh, let's review. Um, so Emperor's New Groove is about Emperor Cusco. Emperor Cusco, who is um, David Spade. Yes. Um, and he gets he he's a he's a jerk face. Yeah, he's a jerk face. His evil uh, minion helpers. Yeah, one uh, of his like one of whom is a super genius and evil. And one of them is, like, dumb as a box of rocks, but has great muscles. Yeah. He's kind of, like, sucked into this against his will and against his knowledge. But He like, just is dumb. I don't think it's against his will. Like, I don't yeah. think... He's just, like, not thinking things through. He's actually... He's kind of kind of got a heart of gold that he, like, wants to believe the best about people is mm-hmm. kind of his thing. So if you, you tell of... him, like, this is what we have to do. It's for the good of everyone. He's like, okay. Well, okay. if it's for the good of everyone, seems okay. You know, yeah. like... And so he's... he's, But he's not smart enough to get around the corner to be like, actually, this is not for everybody. This is just for you. So um, his name is Kronk, and he's voiced by Patrick Walburton right. slash Putty slash... In every so, children's movie. Also, the tick. Man, yeah, many adult cartoons. He yeah, has he, the greatest cartoon voice. He really does. He, he's that. He we discussed this earlier that he is like the voice. You're like, I need someone that sounds like lovable but stupid and muscle bound. And you're like, Patrick Walburton. This that's guy. who we go. <laughs> and so he's Brock Sampson in the Venture Brothers. Right. Uh, I I mean he's just all over the place. He does a lot of work and good for him. Mm-hmm. He has sold his soul to Disney lately, and that's fine. Um, although, Fetcher Brothers is not, nor was the tick. Nor, I, he just gets around. He's, yeah. maybe but he's, he also, uh, I remember when we went to Disneyland, he, or Disney World place, yeah. whatever Disney place we World, went to, World I don't World. remember which one, uh, he voiced one of the rides. Oh, yeah. And I was like, really? Really? Yeah. You're going to narrate a fucking ride? <laughs> the flight one or something like that? Yeah. It was real dumb. Yeah, it was not great. Uh, not his best work, but you know, hey. Ellen DeGeneres I mean, does World of Energy, so she like... She did, she did Ellen's Energy Adventure, in which literally everyone else on the ride fell asleep. It was a great nap. Except for me. I'm sorry, Ellen, but like, you shouldn't pick like such a slow-moving, air-conditioned ride in the middle of the summer. It, it was nicely air-conditioned. So, um, but anyway, so Patrick Walburton's there, and he's Kronk, and he's the lovable goof. Also, there's, um, John Goodman, who plays a large, angry man. Right, right. Are all uh, these people still in this movie, in this Kronk movie? This is the amazing thing. So this is a, this Kronk's New Groove is right. the sequel. Right, It's a few years later. Okay. They got the entire fucking cast back. Even Eartha Kitt? Even Eartha Kitt was oh before God. she died. Okay. So, like, really, honestly, that was going to be the one thing that kind of stopped that. And <laughs> I feel like that would be easy to write out. Like, oh, she's in jail. Like, whatever. So, and I think... We moved on. And honestly, I think probably they learned their lesson from the Robin Williams situation where... 
he refused to come back for the sequels to Aladdin. Mm-hmm. And I said sequels. We'll get there. There are multiple sequels to um, Aladdin. But, Look. yeah. Um, and so the second Aladdin movie does not have Robin Williams in it. Because, but it still has the genie? But it still has the genie. And it is... Terrible. As awful as you're imagining it should be. The third Aladdin movie has Robin Williams in it because they were able to kind of patch some fences and fire the people who tried to screw him over because it was money. It was all just money. And um, so, any rate, he's... So I think they learned the lesson there and they're like, if we do a sequel, you all have to come back. And that's what... So they got the entire main cast back for this film. That's great. Um, And so the movie is set a little bit after the the main story mm-hmm. um at the end of the the main story the emperor realizes he he's, that he's been a jerk and he's been he's, a jerk has a change of heart he has a change of heart and he and the the pacha the character john goodman's character who's like this kind of country bumpkin right they they become friends and they build like and matching Cusco, houses on Cusco builds a little house right next to him. Right. And so they're fine. Um and so Isma gets turned into a cat. Right, and she's still a cat. And is no longer the like vice premier or whatever she was. Right. And so she's she's on the run and Kronk like again So she's still a cat. She never gets turned back into a human. We'll get there. Okay. Um, don't, yeah, don't get ahead of the story, because it's, it's weird. Um, so, at the end of the story, she's a cat, the, you know, Pasha's got his place, Cusco's got his place next to Pasha, but Cusco's still the emperor. Right, and he like, still Kronk, has an emperor job. Kron kind of gets the raw end of the deal, because through no fault of his own, he kind of, like, believed in the wrong person. Right, and he thought, backed the wrong horse. He backed the wrong horse, he thought she was good, she turns out to be very evil, and, you know, he's I mean... He's bad. He's a bad judge of character. He's a, he but be- he's not a bad person. No, he believes a little too easily. And right. and so he, you know, he ends up being the, like, squirrel... Uh, squirrel guide? Or chipmunk? Yes, the chipmunk. Junior chipmunk. Junior chipmunk guide. Which I always want to call junior woodchucks because that was the DuckTales, like, oh, Huey, yeah. Dewey, and Louie were in the junior woodchucks. woodchucks. Um, but he's a junior chipmunk, like... Scout guide. Right, teaching squirrel. Yeah, teaching how to speak squirrel. Squeak, squeakity, squeak, squeakers. And so he's doing okay, and it just kind of ends, and everybody's whatever. Um, this one picks up, and Kronk is now... You remember that like really short vignette where they were at the restaurant? Yes, when Kronk was being a chef. And chef, Kronk was like, turns out he's like a kick-ass short order chef. Right. Yeah, that's, his now, that's now his job. Okay, he works at he's that place. He's at that restaurant as a short as a short order chef and he's, he's running this restaurant and he's awesome and he's doing great and he's making a living and he's got friends and everybody knows his name. It's like cheers, but like, you know, Mesoamerican. Right. Right. And they eat bugs. And they eat bugs. There's a lot of bug eating and there's fondue night. It's a whole thing. Um, how do they know what fondue is? I don't know. Was fondue a staple of the Mesoamerican diet? I don't know. I mean, they had llamas and llamas have milk and milk goes bad. So, and makes cheese. cheese. And then it's also hot. But anyway, so... <laughs> <And> cheese melts. <laughs> so Kronk is there, and he's doing okay. You know, he's not he's not wildly successful, but he's definitely making a living and supporting himself. And, you know, really, he enjoys his work. What else can you ask for, right? Right. So he gets a letter from his dad. Okay. Poppy. Mm-hmm. Um... John Mulaney. Is, I don't know who that is. Uh, pictured like the old dad from any sitcom you can imagine. Just quintessential old sitcom dad. And he's not, yeah, but not like, um, not like Jerry Van Dyke or like. All of mine are pic- or, that own, I'm picturing are, okay. are Jerry's. Yeah, so <laughs> um, not Jerry's dad from Seinfeld or or, mm-hmm. or um, oh my gosh, the other dad. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So he's, um, I forget who he is, but he, he you've seen him before. You would okay. recognize him. He's just kind of the old dad guy. He's going to be Poppy here in a bit. Um, but Poppy's like, Hey, I want to come visit. And Kronk just like freaks the hell out. 
Why? Oh, because he's told Poppy that he is very successful. He has the house on the top of the hill. He's got a wife and kids. Like, he's leaving this whole double life uh-huh. for Poppy. And um, Poppy's going to come and find out he's a, he's a dirty, rotten liar. So, he... He's got to figure this all out. Okay, I've, I've not seen this movie. I'm coming into this completely cold. Right. But let me guess what happens. Okay, you're going to be wrong. Okay. I probably will be wrong. Go for it. So does he convince uh, Pacha and Cusco to just, like, pretend to be him for a bit? No. That never crosses his mind? Never crosses his mind. Would have been easy. That's the easiest answer to this. So he's trying to... So he's got a lot of old people that he's friends with. Mm-hmm. Who are super old, and he he delivers they, their food. They hang out at the diner. Well, oh, no, he delivers. He their goes food. up to the old folks' home at the top of the hill and delivers Aww, their food. Oh, that's so sweet of I him. I know, right? Don't you love him? He's the best. He's the best. And so he's doing this, and one day he gets intercepted by an old friend. Uh, who's that? Isma. Who's a cat? Kinda. She's now mostly human. She totally has cat ears and a cat tail, but otherwise, she's Yzma. Like, she's back to mostly human form. How did that happen? Unclear. Not they, addressed. They never camera. talk about it? Not really. They're never like, oh, I found some turn me back into human potion, but there wasn't enough of it to turn me all the way back? No, so, they just kind of lampshaded. She's like, yeah, I did some stuff. And he's like, that's cool. Because honestly, this is from Kronk's point of view. If she had explained it in detail, I don't think Kronk <laughs> would be able to tell us about it. That's so, true. So he's like, that's cool. I can't handle details anyway. So she's rebuilt the secret lab. And they pull a lever and go down into the lab. Which is now not at the palace anymore. Correct. She rebuilt the secret lab in like the mountain. Yeah. Okay. She's got some funding that we know not of. Right, right. Like she... I, yeah. Where did that come from? Right. Because, like, rebuilding the secret, reopening the secret lab in the palace is one thing. Like, all those sure. pulleys and levers and test tubes and shit are there. But, like, hollowing out a mountain. Uh-huh. Underneath an existing village. Underneath an existing Where no village, one notices. Right. Slowly, in the dark of night, over the course of, I don't know, two years? Maybe tops. Maybe tops. After you figure out how to not be a fucking cat. Yeah. Because, like, that's going to take up some time. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so she's got this plan where she's found this, like, green potion. Because remember, all the potions were pink in all the first one. All the potions one. were pink. So now she's got a green potion that she can give to people that makes them, like, super young. And it's like a potion of youth. Okay. And she wants to sell it to the uh, old people up on the hill. Mm-hmm. Um, but... She like she doesn't think they'll trust her because you know she's a lying manipulator. She's terrible. Yeah. Also half cat. If you okay, <laughs> if there was someone who was like, "Hey, I got this amazing stuff. It's gonna turn you into like youthful people," and they were a literal half cat, would you be like, "Oh yeah, sure, I will drink whatever you are selling"? I mean, so since this isn't an anime film, it's like <laughs> no. Like, no. if the, like if the actors from Cats with their human hands. Oh my gosh, that trailer is so freaking creepy. <laughs> it is. Uh, I would say Cats is creepy anyway. I mean, like I've never seen it. So but. yeah, but like the trailer is creepy for that. The trailer is creepy for Sonic the Hedgehog. Have you seen that one? Yeah. I never thought I would say this phrase before, but I think we need more furries in Hollywood to keep this stuff from happening. Right. Because there's no way the furries would let this happen. <laughs> Like, oh my Representation. Gosh. It matters. It, it does. Like, mm, no, no, okay. Anyway, so Yzma's there, and she wants to sell this green stuff to the old people. And she needs someone who's trusted by them and reliable and can make a, is willing to make a buck off of this. And make Poppy proud. She drops at the end of the conversation. And Patrick Walburton slash Kronk is like, well, it would help other people. It would make some money. It would make my poppy proud. Yeah, I'll do it. Does he still have shoulder angel and shoulder angel? Yeah, nipple? there's a whole debate okay. between those two, actually, about whether or not he should do it. They're still there. I will say, actually, if anything, they get a little overused in this movie. Oh, that's too bad. That's unfortunate, because they were great. They were great. Um, and so they have a little debate, and they're like, well, no one's going to get hurt, and we can make some money, we can make poppy proud, let's do it. 
And so they decide to do it. And instantly, as soon as he's like, yeah, we'll do it. Like Yzma pulls this lever and the platform they're standing on, like shoots up into the town square. Mm-hmm. Like just. Like a, with water? Well, it's like a spring. It's like spring loaded. Oh. And like, there's like a little circle in town square that like moves aside and then they're there. So I don't know what the hell she was working on, like, before he got there, what it, or what her plan B was Right, or what if he said no? Like, she would have invested a lot into this plan to have that fall apart. I guess he's a simple and predictable man. Right, also maybe she would just ask somebody else. Maybe. Like, I don't, I don't know. So they shuck this um, miracle cure-all to the old people. And they start feeling a lot better. And, and they're dancing around. Work? There's a musical number. Oh. Eartha Kitt sings. <laughs> At least you I know, think the the masses were clamoring for that. Oh. Um, and so they do this whole thing where. Uh, so do the old people just feel better, or do they make does it make them look younger too? It, it just, just makes, makes them, them feel them better. Feel younger. So they do this whole thing, and they're all like buying all the stuff they can to try to feel better, and they're doing all this stuff. And eventually, they abandon the old folks' home to move back down the hill. To the village. To the village, because they can be a part of their families now, and it's it's good. And so, Kronk buys the old folks' home with the proceeds from this from miracle the elixir. Stuff. Yeah, okay. Builds his um, dream house on top of it, which literally looks like it just like drops from the sky onto the top of the hill. And so, like, he's now got the house on the top of the hill. Poppy's going to be proud, right? Okay. But so everyone could afford this elixir. So that's the thing. So people like the old folks are like selling everything they have to afford another hit of this elixir, which is apparently addictive. And there's this really weird cultural moment where one of the guys is trying to buy more of it. And um, Kronk's like, well, I just got this file here. You can have it. And he kind of like throws it to him, not thinking. And the guy does a total golem, like my precious, my precious kind of moment. And you're like, wow, this is timely. And yeah. And that's when Kronk's like, this isn't right. People are being weird about it. And Chodor Angel and Chodor Demon show up again and like, um, let me show you. Like, does that guy look any younger to you? Is he acting any younger? He thinks he's acting younger, but he's really, like, he still has, like, he's still moving slow, and he's still, like, kind of crotchety. Like, I think this is all just bullshit. (laughs) In Disney terms. Right, right. And Kronk's like, oh, shit, it is bullshit. What do we do now? What do we do now? And so he tries to confront Yzma, and she denies it, and then, like, there's a whole weird thing where, like, he chases her through town, and at the end... Again, she's a half-cat. She's half-cat, so she's, like, bouncing through the roofs, and, like, the old people are chasing her, but, like, not well. Right, because they're old people. And she ends up on this bridge, and they kind of had her cornered in from both sides. And she takes a potion out, takes a quick swig, and turns into a bunny rabbit. Okay. And she's like, ha ha, you can't get me. And they're like, oh, she's so cute. She's got like big, really big eyes. eyes. Yeah. She's like, oh, she's so cute. We can't possibly do anything to her. She's like, ha ha, I got you guys. At which point she's like picked up by a like giant eagle thing and mm-hmm. taken away. And scene. Okay. So, so then he has all these drug addled old people. Right. Who And they have no home. Because right. he just bought their old people home. Interesting that Mesoamerica figured out, let's just corral all the old people in a single home. Yeah, I guess that was... That's an interesting... Ahead of their time there. I mean, yeah, it, that's a very interesting it's thing like for them to Like post-World War II, really, yeah. is a, when we got to that point here in America. But um, So he decides he's going to give his deluxe, awesome, poppy-would-be-proud house to the old people who he kind of swindled and stole their house. Right. And he gives it to them as their new old people house, and they move in. Right. And Which is, it's the same as their old people house. Is it, it I better? mean, it was a better house, it's yeah. Better so than they, their old... The old, old people okay, house. so if we bought an old people house, and uh-huh. we're going to convert it into, like, a really amazing single-family home. Like a Mesoamerican version of, like, a giant... Um, um, I feel like the guy that did Falling Water, like the, yeah, um, who I'm the drunk Frank, parents, Frank Lloyd Wright. Frank Lloyd Wright. 
I'm a drunk parent, so like, forgive me for that. But it's like a giant Frank Lloyd, Lloyd Wright, um, but prairie style, but like with all stone and yeah, it's so giant. Anyway, like, and then that was going to be converted back into an old people home. Yeah, I feel like it wouldn't be an easy conversion either way. I feel like all of these conversions well, would be tricky. They just like, like they had the old people home, and they literally airdropped this new home on top of it. So it's just like the top floor. It's like no, like just like. Boom, and it's sitting on the hill where the old people home was, like okay. in like six frames of animation. I don't. Maybe they just did really advanced construction techniques. I mean, they built pyramids and shit. So I mean, they did, but it took them a long time. <laughs> did it? We don't know how long it took. It's true. We don't understand their time. Yeah. So uh, he gives it back to them, and then he's like, back of the restaurant, like, well, that sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody, and everybody's like, well. Yeah, I guess. So what's your plan now? He's like, I don't know. So he goes out and he hangs. And like, this whole thing was like kind of its own little insular episode. Like maybe Uh that was a plan for like a whole movie or like a little 15 minute short or something or Uh a 30 minute short. But they somehow just encapsulated it into this movie. Okay. Like it all feels like maybe, yeah, I don't know. It was something else that they just had to sandwich into something. And they're like, okay, well, what's your other plan? He's like, I don't know. Poppy's going to be I'm so just disappointed. Work at this I don't place even. I don't have a house on the top of the hill. I don't have a wife and kids. So at at no point did he try to get a wife and kids. Oh, that's the second vignette. Oh, okay. So okay. like that's like the first kind of third the of the movie. The first, first vignette act. is like I don't have the house on the hill. So he tries to get that. So I will swindle the old people with Yzma's. Right. Juice. So the second kind of portion focuses on him as the junior chipmunk squirrel leader guy. Okay. Um, and he's got his Pasha shows up with the kids. Right. And he's like, Yeah, we're gonna do this great thing. We got camp coming up and all this and it's gonna be great. So he goes out and he um Apparently, they've been the troop of the year at this mm-hmm. camp for the last two years. Right. Since Kronk took over. So, I, I imagine this is probably like the third year, third summer after the the initial. Uh, initial movie. So, they're going out there and he's um, he's getting his team all prepped up. He's getting mm-hmm. ready. He's going to do this whole thing. And there's a new scout troop in town. Dun, dun, dun. And it turns out their leader is like really wants to win too. And it's a lady scout. It is a lady scout. It is totally. I mean, like, not to say that this movie is completely predictable. This movie is 100% predictable. <laughs> so they're the, like, they're so, rivals. And then they, like, kind of like each other. And then they, like, respect each other. And then... So, you are at, you are 100% correct. So, they meet each other, and they're kind of rivals, and they do, like, this handshake thing. And it's, like, the full version of the Squirrel Scouts handshake of friendship mm-hmm. that, like, nobody knows because they're, like, both super scouts. Right. And so... And they're both scouting real hard. Yeah, they're scouting, you know, scout harder. Um, <laughs> and and so, like, Kronk is immediately smitten, and then he finds out it's this the scout leader that's trying to unseat him as scout of the year and he's like oh no no we can't be having that and so yeah so there's this montage of them doing all these different scouting events versus each other and like the final event is like like it's all been tied Mm -hmm. and then they have to like somehow they're baking bread for their troops okay and Kronk has his own box of eggs that says for use by Kronk only no one else do not touch unless you're Kronk on the one end and they're empty. like it's gone. <gasps> Somebody stole his it. eggs. Somebody stole his eggs, and so he goes to the kitchen area and he finds the other leader, and she's making bread with the, his eggs. And he's like, "How dare you?" And she's like, "Well, you've got my raisins." And she's like, "He's like, no, I don't." And she's like, "Read the box," and it says, "For use by the scout leader uh-huh. only. Do not touch unless you're the scout." Like the same exact verbiage. Right, on her raisins. On her raisins, and he's like, "Although I would argue that eggs are a more important component." I went to raisins. I don't know. Who raisins are terrible, guys. I mean, I'm not against raisins. I'm good they're with okay. raisins. I'm they're, good. Like cinnamon raisin bread's okay. Yeah, which like, is basically what they're doing, I think. But like 
Yeah, any cookie that has raisins should also have a warning sign on it right, to that communicate they're not chocolate, chocolate chips. chips. I am here for that. I, I agree 100%. But, like, trail mixes with raisins, I'm cool with. Like, it's a different texture. Mm. It's kind of that chewy good stuff. It sticks around a little more. I don't know. I'm good with raisins. I I'm know. okay. Anyway. Anyway. So, see, so there's, like, there's this weird, eggs. like, kitchen battle. Oh, nice. Between the two of them, that kind of comes to a head. Mm-hmm. And then... Does he make bread without eggs? No. And with raisins? No, like, literally, they're just, like, fighting each other, like, and throwing each other around. Like, it's... Oh, it's, it's like intense. a literal battle. It's like a literal battle. Kitchen. Are they also trying to make bread? Uh, I, I think ostensibly they are, but, like, it just turns into a, like a, a war. Fight. But, like, somehow in the middle of this, Kronk has some sort of psychological break and she does too at the same moment and they realize they're both just there for the kids like they just both want their kids to have the best time and they should work together and then at which point they start making this bread together mm-hmm. and it gets really weird like overly sexual <laughs> uh-huh like at one point they're like kneading the bread together and it's a total it's like a ghost moment. it's a total ghost moment <laughs> and you're just like Oh, <laughs> and then, um, then they start like they get the bread in the oven, and when they get the bread in the oven, they start like dancing, and it's totally like a disco music montage. At one that's point, that's not what I would have expected. But no, that sounds great. It it is fantastic <laughs> in its own weird way for the first like thirty seconds, but like they do. Um, that, you know, the, everybody was dancing, yeah, yeah. like that song, mm-hmm. the, it lasts for the entire length of that song. Oh man, that's a long At song. At one point they're like sticking lights in like two colanders above the kitchen and like, so there, oh, there's disco so lights disco light. and it's like flashing red and blue and it's like, like our eldest looks at me and like, what is going on? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I did not write or defend this movie. And so they they have their moment. And uh-huh. the next day, like, there's going to be this big final competition, which is like a cheer competition because they're, they're tied going into the final event. Right. Stop me if you've heard that before. Right, right, right. And um, it's anybody's game. It's anybody's game. And so Kronk's team gets up and they do their routine and their cheer and they're awesome and they're great. And then her team gets up, and they're starting to do their cheer. But it turns out, like, um, Pacha's oldest, like, or his son, mm-hmm. his middle son there, got a hold of some itching powder and put it in the, like, grip chalk. Oh, no. Because Kronk had said, we need to win at any cost. And he took that to mean we need to cheat. Right. But, like, that was before Kronk had met, had their had realized, disco romance yeah, right, thing. before, yeah, before he... Yeah. And so, like... You know, I mean, you said some bad things. You've got some consequences for your actions. This kid took it too far. And so he puts the itching powder in it. So when her team gets up to do their thing, there's itching powder everywhere. And, like, it goes They all freak out. Yeah. Fast. And Kronk was like, yeah, make sure you use plenty of that grip powder. Wouldn't want you to lose your grip on this. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, thanks for the warning. She's like, yeah, but you're itching to see how good you can do. Like, just being Kronk. Right. And he's not aware of what's happening. Mm-hmm. But whenever it all goes south and she's been hit with itching powder, she's like, you knew. Right. You are an asshole. Yes. Totally. Which it looks like he was. And so he's kind of got the moment where he can throw the kid under the bus. Mm-hmm. In which case, the kid would get in huge trouble. Or he can kind of take it on himself. And he decides to take it himself. Okay. And, and just be like, yeah, I said that. And this kid misinterpreted what i said but i did say that and i'm sorry and i never should have said that and she's super pissed at him and she right. storms off and this team gets disqualified and she wins but right. that's not how she wanted to win of course know, not like, nobody wants to win like that so everybody's kind of disappointed and so like then he's back at the diner and it's like fuck okay so how much time between poppy's letter when he says i'm gonna come visit <sighs> And I him don't know. actually visiting. It doesn't seem to be relevant in any way. Because I like each of these vignettes is at least... Like, weeks long. At least a month. At least a month, right. I mean, it was Mesoamerica, so they didn't have great highways at that time, maybe. I don't know. Okay, I'm is there not... another vignette? 
No, that's okay, it. Okay, it's just the two. So it's just the two vignettes. So he's back at the diner. He's back at the din- diner. He's like, fuck. And they're like, well, it could be worse. At least Poppy's not expected right yet. And then like somebody looks at the window and he's like, you mean that Poppy? And there's like a, like a wagon outside with a Poppy license plate on it because they have license plates in there. Okay. Not the weirdest thing, but hey. <laughs> and so Poppy walks in and Poppy, first off, is like three feet tall. Okay. But like as wide as Kronk. Mm-hmm. Like he's just, he's just, he's just a little troll of a man, little troll of a man. And so he's like, where's my crock? What's going on? Where's your house? What's going on? I, I want to meet your wife and your kids. And so, uh, Pasha's wife is there right? with their two kids, with their three kids now. Cause she yeah. had a baby at the end of the first one. And she's like, Hey, how's it going? And like totally falls on that grenade right. and is pretending to be crunk's wife meanwhile the rest of the restaurant is trying to pretend that Kronk isn't the cook right that he's like the owner no they just like are like yeah he's great he's he's got the big house at the top of the hill with the old Mm -hmm. you know which is the old people home but nobody's acknowledging it and so like they're all trying to convince poppy that Kronk's exactly what he's okay yeah and then like pasha comes busting in the front door and he's wearing a dress and like Mm -hmm. lipstick and he's like Hey, where's my crunk? And it's like, wait. Mm-hmm. And Poppy's like, wait, you have two wives? That's not, I mean, good I job. I don't know. <laughs> and Is that what he says? Yeah, it's basically like, I'm confused. You didn't mention this, but I'm cool. Whatever. Whatever. And so then, like, the service of the restaurant sucks because Kronk's out there trying to talk to Poppy. Right. And so he has to, like, jump back behind the counter and, like, cook real quick mm-hmm. and then get it out and, like, then jump back and, like, he's doing this whole thing with trying to get Peep Poppy from noticing. And then the old people find out that Kronk is having this situation, like, well, we gotta help him out. So one of the old guys, like, the one that was, like, drug-addled and did the, like, my right. precious thing. Do they dress up as a lady, too? Totally dresses up like a lady and comes oh, in and is like, hi, Mrs. Kronk. And he's like, this is not okay. This is very strange now. And now Poppy's like, something's going on here. And so Kronk's gotta be like, yeah, so here's the thing. Um, that's not my house up there. That's the old people's home. And these aren't my wives. That one's a man. That one is also a man. And Poppy's got this moment of like, oh, man, I don't know how I'm going to deal with this. He's like, and that woman is not my wife either. She's like, oh, man. And so then and, and Poppy's kind of figuring it out. And Kronk's like, I'm such a failure. And then, like, everybody comes around and, like, um, First off, like, the old people are like, no, listen, here's here's what happened. This is why he doesn't have the house on the top of the hill. He gave it to us. He had that house. He could have kept the house. But he's such a good guy that he gave the house away. And then, like, um, Pasha's old, his son shows back up, who had kind of mm-hmm. gone AWOL for a little bit there. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just whatever. Children. And he's got the other scout leader in tow. And he's like, I told her what happened. I told her what you said. And... She she believes that you like this was my idea and that you were protecting me and you're you're actually a really great guy and all this stuff. And he's like, Well, okay. And so like she totally like runs over and gives him a big smooch, which is like Ooh. sure. Which they had smooched before. Oh, had they that in was the a kitchen? Thing. In the kitchen montage they had smooched before, so that was a thing. There was actually a weird like lady that trans reference for the smooching okay were they both eating bread uh noodles why why they're supposed to be making bread why were there noodles i don't know it was a weird montage (laughs) covered a lot of ground um but anyway so they smooch before and so she like gives a big smooch and like you're awesome and then poppy's like wait so like all of these people like did you ask him to do this and then he's like no I, i i really didn't this wasn't my idea it's like, so all of these people heard I was coming and jumped to your aid to, like, make your lies that you had told your father true? He's like, I guess? He's like, that's really cool. Like, you obviously have succeeded as a man if, like, you have all these, you friends. Have all these friends. Like, good job, son. And he gives him his, like, thumbs up seal of approval. And Kronk's like, yay! And, like, that's all that he wanted and then does he just walk away 
it's there's like a kind of hug moment and like everybody's there and like yeah that's it hmm. and and at no point is the dad like why did you feel like you had to lie to me like no not really i mean that's i'm real i'm really upset about this like violation of our relationship where for the oh, past no, his dad's totally 20 years like you have been lying to me and now yeah it turns out you're like no, his dad's kind of an ass, so, like, that kind of, uh, it happens. It's fine, it tracks. It tracks. But, like, it's just, it's just, like, so weird. Oh, by the way, the, the, the other camp leader person, Yes, the lady scout? Totally Tracy Ullman. Nice! Yeah, I mean, that's a good get. Yeah. I mean, that was what that ensemble cast was missing. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, like, this whole movie was just, like, it just didn't it, make so a So it was whole... like two shorts kind of like combined. Yeah, into like some sort of framework that kind of worked. I mean, it wasn't completely disjointed, but yeah, there are definitely timing questions and confusions. Also, like, this was this was kind of cranked out by the like B unit of Disney animation. Right. So there's like the, there's like the Disney feature animation unit that makes all the really good stuff. And then there's like... The straight-to-video Disney animation unit. Right, that makes Lion King one and a half. Or, like, the two other Aladdins. Or Hunchback of Notre Dame 2. Is that a real thing? It is a real real thing. We're going to have to watch that sometime. Uh, We might have to watch regular Hunchback of Notre Dame first because our kids haven't seen it. Lucky them. I I feel like maybe, no. (laughs) I don't think we really need to. Anyway, so... um, But anyway, B-string. But, like, it's definitely a B-string plot and a B-string story. It is not as awful as some of the other ones, but, like, it but clearly not is not great. the best. No. So, it you didn't miss a great one this day. Okay. It was It was pretty awful. So. I mean, I am a little sad that I didn't see the disco bread making uh, uh, that was great. Sexy scenes. Uh, the Eartha Kit musical number is something you should also probably uh, look something up. Something I should should the Googles. Yeah, you should do that. That was fantastic. But yeah, really, it's completely forgettable and unnecessary. But it made money. So if your drug dealer took Wait, took all your money and your house, and then. You somehow got clean, and then later your drug dealer's like, never mind, I'll give you back your house. Would you be like, yeah, my drug dealer is a stand-up guy? Or would you be like, that guy is the reason I lost my house in the first place? Like, fuck that dude. Fuck that dude. Yeah, exactly. I, I would probably be like that, although I do not have a lot of drug dealer experience. I don't have any, but I'm just like hypothetical. Hypothetical drug dealers, yeah, I'm with you on that. Does that make sense? If so, Or if your 100%. doctor was like, hey, here's something that'll make you feel better, and turns out... It's opiates. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then... Yeah, I mean... That's, you know. That's a little close to home here in Dayton. Sorry. But, yeah. Um, no, I don't know. I, yeah. Cause I, so I think the old people wouldn't be like, Kronk's a stand-up guy. They'd be no. like, he sold us snake oil and took all our money and, like... What an ass. Right. And kick, and, a gullible chump. Right. At worst. Right. Or at best. At best. So, like, yeah. I, feel, I feel like the old people would not be so forgiving. No. Maybe they have short-term memory losses from their drug abuse. They all have short-term memory loss. So. so, the question of the day is, of course... What did we learn? Yeah, what did we learn from this movie? Uh, one, he is no... You know, he's he is not poor who has friends. Like He is not poor who has friends. Which I think is what they were shooting for. Sure. Um, which is not a bad lesson, but, like, it's just kind of tacked on randomly to the end of this whole shenanigan. Mm-hmm. So that's not really great. Right, right. Can you have single shenanigan? I don't think so. I always heard I think of them they're always plural. Yeah. But that would be something I have to look up. I don't know. But if there's a single shenanigan, this is it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's really the moral. Be, be wary of anyone selling magical potion who is a half a fucking cat. Unless you're in an anime, in which case, maybe. Yeah. Even then. Even, even then. then. I'd be like, so this half cat thing was intentional? T- tell tell Or me, genetic? Tell me about, uh... How you became half a how cat? How you became half a cat. I'm with you. And I, I would be curious about that as well. Um... 
I don't know. Like, this movie is just kind of all over the place and didn't really make any sense. Mm -hmm. So, apparently being a chef in Mesoamerica was not... It's not a success. It's not successful. It's, not it's like a short or a cook at a diner. Yeah. I'm sure he could be a chef of like a five-star oh, chefy restaurant. But like... But, but you know, like, I watch a lot of dream. Chef's Table where like these guys are like, you know, they work behind a you know a, a griddle for like 12 hours a day and like right. they make amazing food and it's like there's there's a dignity to nobility in that right i'm right. here for that but yeah apparently his dad's not so whatever right um i feel like it would have been way easier to pivot into like fine dining yeah sure in mesoamerica whatever that would be mm-hmm. llama chops sure there we go Feel there's a lot of llama based opportunity, but like llama meat might be off the menu after the right after the you're previous... like my friend was a llama. Yeah, like that. That probably cuts maybe a vegetarian. Deep. Yeah. Um. Otherwise, I really don't know. Like this movie was just <laughs> well, a... I didn't even watch this movie. It was so... just not great. So that's really all I've got to really close out. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. Okay. Um. I haven't. Got any like logistical stuff other than like uh, you know? Whatever. I don't think so. I mean, we'll try to podcast every time we can, mm-hmm. but you know, we should be like actually more stable going forward because it's like school year and right. like we're just locked in, more or less. Which is kind of like tragic, but also liberating. So we'll see mm-hmm. what happens, and uh, that's great. So, well, please parent responsibly. Yes, indeed, all of you out there, please. Parent responsibly. Goodbye. Goodbye.